Today is the second Thursday of May. A week from today is the third Thursday of May. And that will be the triumphant return of the third Thursday Street Fest, our first third Thursday in two years, coming up on May the 19th. And I think we've got three people here to tell the story this morning, including Aaron Morell, a chair of Third Thursday, the talent buyer, Elisa Gianelli, and the original creator of Third Thursday Street Fest, Gene Dismay. Folks, thanks for joining me for this morning. And yeah, there's some buzz here, some excitement getting Third Thursday Street Fest back. Aaron, you're the chair of this event. Kind of tell me what it took to get Third Thursdays back on Main Street. Well, we're really excited to, for you guys to have us. Thank you so much. And we're really excited for Third Thursday this season. Um, starting off in May, we have a big one. And Elisa's been working really hard on all of the talent buying for music. And Gene Dismay, this kind of was your baby in the first place when it began a long time ago. For the uninitiated, for the people who do not know what Third Thursday Street Fest means, can you explain what the concept is all about? Well, um, <laughs> it's really all about an economic development initiative to bring people downtown. Because <clears throat> going downtown was a big thing 50 years ago, right, Wayne? But uh, and Thursday night shopping nights, all the stores open till nine o'clock. Exactly, and everybody was there. So we said, "Well, we could do this again." So we decided to have a big festival, and everybody comes and everybody sees their friends. And I remember when we first started, people would say, "I saw people I haven't seen in ten years." Well, you can bet we're going to hear that this year, right? Everyone's going to say, "I haven't seen these people in two years." <laughs> Gene, did it take off even more than you imagine in your wildest dreams? Um, the festival itself is definitely bigger than I ever expected, yeah. And I can remember there was an article in the paper when we first started saying, well, they'll probably get 100 people. Well, you can put a couple of zeros on that, I think. <laughs> That's an amazing stat. And, Elisa, you are the one who helps bring in much of the talent. What can people look forward to on the first, third Thursday in two years? Oh, well, I have quite the lineup, and um, we have added a new stage this year. Uh, so basically, you know, we close down Main Street, and we have stages all up and down Main Street. Um, and we've extended it a little further this year to start on the way uptown stage, which is right uh, where Willie Brew is located. I'm sure your listeners know where Willie Brew is. Um, so we have, would you like me to just go through the lineup on all of the stages? I would. That's why you're here. Okay. Well, starting, basically I have two slots. Um, one starts at 6, 6 p.m. and goes to 7.15, and the second slot starts from 7.45 and ends the fest at 9 p.m. So on the way uptown stage, I have at 6 o'clock, Tommy Whalen and the All-Stars. And that is put together by the Connecticut Blues Society president, Peter Rost. And Tommy Whalen has played with Eight to the Bar as a guitarist and a vocalist. And there's other blues, Connecticut Blues Society members in that band. The second slot is a, a band coming from New Jersey called Jim, Gypsy Funk Squad World Music. And this is a very uh, interesting band. It's an electric dance band that plays funky music 
um, with the traditional sounds from uh, Turkey, Greece, Armenia, Egypt, the Balkans, Lebanon, and India. And what they do is they revamp rock tunes to play in a gypsy style. And um, while I don't book the street performers, I've been given permission by Gene and Aaron to hire a belly dancer. So we're having a couple of belly dancers to uh, grace that stage to do what they do to this Gypsy Funk Squad World Music. Now, on the Uptown stage, which is located uh, where Eminence Inc. is, I have playing both sets, Goza. Now, Goza has been performing the Street Fest for many years. Um, they're a Latin band, and Goza means joy in Spanish. So what Goza does is they, um, they play dance rhythms. So their basic sound is from Latin America, Brazil, and Spain. And if anybody out there has taken ballroom dancing, I would suggest going to that stage because you'll hear, you know, music like like the salsa. You can do the salsa, the samba, the rumba, the cha-cha, and all of those wonderful ballroom dancing um, routines. Did you have a question? No, fire away with the additional music acts you may have. Yes, and then um, performing in between Goza's sets, the two sets, is one of um, Dave Gardenia's student, Don Circa, who plays um, the Spanish and international guitar. So that will be a nice, you know, in-between break for, for Goza, and we can still be entertained. Now we move down to the Midtown stage, which is basically the beer and wine garden. And starting at 6 for the first set is the Kingpins. Now the Kingpins was one of the bands that first played when the fest started. Um, And I believe it started 2001. I could be wrong, but Gene can correct me on that. Uh, but they have had many different members over the years. Uh, you know, if anybody lives in Willimantic, they know who the Kingpins are. And they uh, they play that jump-style blues type of music. The second set is called 11th Section Band, and that's headed by Todd Meikle. And they're basically local musicians who play good old rock and roll. So that will be a fun time in the beer garden. Now, the last stage is the downtown stage. And the first act we have is Bruce John with Dinosaurs After Dark. I think we all know who Bruce John is. Um, but he, Cupid. <laughs> he plays the hits from all the genres um, from the 60s, 70s, and 50s. 50s, 60s, and 70s. And uh, they're featuring Wild Bill Fury on guitar, Frank Busey on drums and vocals, and Eric Engman on bass. And Bruce always has local people come up and join him on the stage, so that's really a lot of fun. Um, And speaking of people joining on the stage, the second act is a Fuse funk band, and that's led by Jan Judgen, who will most likely jump on the stage 
with Bruce before her band goes on on the second act. Now, Fuse Band is um, a very interesting sound. They blend R&B, soul, funk, jazz, and hip-hop. So the sound that they give is very unique and fun. And this uh, show is going to be featuring Perry Mandanis on vocals, Jan Judgen, of course, on keyboards, flute, and vocals, Evan Bellman on guitar and vocals, John Howard on bass, Jay Wood on drums. And they play originals. They can play like Bruno Mars, Stevie Wonder, Earth, Wind, and Fire. And there's not one person that can watch their set and not dance. Amazing variety of musical acts at the first Third Thursday Street Fest. And Erin Morell, she talked about the Beer and Wine Garden. Tell me more about that and what the attraction of that is. So the Beer and Wine Garden is basically where everyone comes to have a good time. We have a bunch of local brews, um, always including Willie Brew, who's been donating a keg a month for 18 years. So a big thank you to them. Um, we have a variety of wines, and it's just a wonderful place for the Midtown stage to happen. We have food that's right outside that that area, so you can come in and have a beer, do some dancing at the Midtown stage, and then like come right outside and have some wonderful food. A couple of changes in the third Thursday Street Fest this year. Number one, as we indicated, it's been expanded down to High Street. And number two, now there's more options for parking, including the new intermodal transportation system called by most people the parking garage. One question I have on the functionality of that, though, Gene Dismay, is that Walnut Street is a one-way street north, and if Main Street is closed, how do you get to that entrance on Walnut Street? How can the parking garage be properly utilized for Third Thursday? (laughs) That's a challenge. You're absolutely right. Um, The the police department has an entrance on Meadow Street, and um, there are bollards that are removable. So we're going to be able to come in from Meadow Street into the parking garage and exit on Walnut Street. So that'll be that'll be just fine. And the town is actually going to be putting up signage and have somebody there monitor it for us. So when it's full, we'll know when people don't have to drive in and out again. So, yeah, yeah, the police department thought of that. <laughs> That's a tremendous answer. So third Thursday with thousands of people from far and wide strolling on Main Street, amid a backdrop of musical, theatrical, visual, and olfactory delights. Speaking of olfactory delights, what can you tell me about the food vendors and the variety of the food vendors at Third Thursday next week? So we have about 20 different food vendors that are going to be joining us, including a lot of the Main Street merchants like A Cupcake for Later will be open. But there is a great variety of food from uh, tacos, to pizza. Tony's Pizza always comes and has a wonderful spot right outside the beer garden. Um, we have people that are doing selling fudge. Kettle corn is going to be right in Midtown as well, as well as some great vegan food. Um, Rolling Smoke will be doing wonderful briskets and a lot of like smoky, wonderful meats uptown. And um, the Congregational Church always does a great job with their fried dough. There's a, there's a wonderful variety this season. We've never had this many food vendors on the street before. Um, so it should be really exciting. Hopefully everyone can get to try a nice variety of things. I know that in the past we had some similarities between people, but this year we've been working with Click, the, um, the local group, and 
we were able to source a bunch of new vendors. So it should be great. Another thing that I always like at Third Thursday are the crafters that are out there. You can find things on Main Street in Willimantic on Third Thursday that you're unlikely to find anywhere else. Great gift ideas or just great knickknacks, things that are attractive. Give me an idea of the type of crafters and other local businesses who will be having their wares on display and for sale at Third Thursday. So we have a variety of local crafters that are going to be in town for Third Thursday this entire season. But uh, Mythical Design is going to be doing some wonderful crafting. They do um, beautiful pieces of art and jewelry. Um, and then we have Monarch that's going to be coming and doing some, she's a graphic designer and a photographer. We have Blockheads that will be there that do some really wonderful artistry on wooden blocks. There's um, We have a bunch of different crafters that do things with really interesting um, guitars. And there's somebody that is coming, his name is Jubo, and he's going to be doing... Um, musical instruments. So there's a wonderful array of different crafters coming. But my favorite right now is Crunchy Diva Designs, and she does amazing jewelry with all natural stones, all her own designs, and she's going to be joining us for me. So it should be very exciting. I think if you want an idea as to the scope of just how big this event is, first event in two years, go to WillimanticStreetFest.com, or you can just Google Third Thursday Street Fest, and just take a look at the May listing of participants. I didn't count them, but I'm going to give you in the range of 200. Might be more than that. It's a very impressive lineup. In fact, anybody can jump on on this. Would you say this is the most participants you've ever had in a third Thursday? Well, it's definitely really close. We have such diversity and interest this season, so we're having a challenge actually finding places to place people because we're we're going to be so busy, but we have moved uptown so we can create some space for the crowd. Well, that's a way, good way to answer the question. And you're also looking for volunteers. What kind of volunteer opportunities are there with this street fest next week and all summer long? So we are looking for volunteers, and we continue to do so. Um, it takes a, a lot of manpower to set up the fest itself. We have a bunch of tables and chairs and pop-up tents, setting up the beer garden, helping vendors find their locations, helping public works. There's tons of opportunity for people to stand, sit, do a large variety of things. So it's it's accommodating to any kind of skill level for volunteer, but we are always looking for people to help. And is it safe to say that even though a lot of the same people are coming back to sell their wares every month, that Third Thursday does have a different look as the months go on. You've got this going on next week, Thursday, but also June, July, August, and September. In other words, that the September lineup might be quite different from what you get in May. So that's totally, that's definitely accurate. Um, as the season progresses, we have different vendors that join and different vendors that leave, some that try just a few months, some that try the entire season. And Elisa does different things with the entertainment schedule for the entire season as well so everything is it's always changing and growing and um, diversifying as the season progresses so it's not the same thing you'll get in may as you do even in june 
A lot of buzz with the first Third Thursday Street Fest in two years. A week from tonight, May the 19th, Main Street closes down from High Street out to almost Jackson Street from 6 until 9 p.m. for a free evening of fun, the variety of musical acts and artists on stages, the good food, the good beer and wine at the Beer and Wine Garden, and also the crafters and local businesses. We hope we get the good weather and looking forward to the first third Thursday Street Fest of the year. Gene Dismay, Elisa Janelli, and Aaron Morell, thank you for joining me this morning. Thanks, Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you.